Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Hello, this is Tara, the producer for the podcast For the Sake of the Child. This is a bonus episode, so we want to thank our subscribers and our followers because you got access to this free bonus episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the call for the arts. This is a visual arts and writing initiative here at the Military Child Education Coalition, and it allows military children to communicate pride in their parents, celebrate their military-connected lives, and acknowledge their grief and worry through art. Today, we're going to talk to Susan Connolly. She is the person in charge of this initiative. And we're also going to hear from two contestants from last year's Call for the Arts that were able to come to the National Training Seminar. And you're going to be able to hear about their art and some of what they have to share about their experiences as military kids. Hello, this is Tara. Joining me today is Susan Connolly. She is the media specialist here at the Military Child Education Coalition. And today she's going to talk to us about the initiative Call for the Arts. So thank you so much for joining us today. First, tell us a little bit about you. What even brought you to want to start working on an initiative like this? Well, my name is Susan Connolly. I'm the media specialist. I'm also a graphic designer. Um, and I also do web editing and I do all the e-blasts for Military Child Education Coalition. I'm also an artist. I do oil paintings. We have a Bachelor's of Fine Art from the University of Texas. You know, this is a initiative that is near and dear to my heart. Um, I really enjoy, you know, seeing the art that's com- you know, that comes in from the kids and all of the emotions and the, you know, the uh, creativity that comes from kids that are that express themselves through either writing or painting and drawing. And it's, it's really a fun, you know, uh, fulfilling uh, initiative to be a part of. So tell me a little bit about the process. So if a military child, does it have to be a military-connected student, or is this open to all students? Um, we, all, we do accept some civilian art if it's, you know, exceptional. Um, so all kids really can submit their artwork. It's open to everybody. Okay, and so if a, a student is wanting to participate, what would the process be? So usually what's, uh, what happens is, is the art teacher is the one that kind of initiates the kids in their class to create the art. Uh, although if a parent finds out about the initiative, they can, the child can go home and do art or write a poem or a, an essay and send it in to us. We select the art every year. We use it in a, a very varied number of ways. We have art that's used in the calendar every year. I, I create the calendar and we pick the art and every month has a um, different piece of child's art. So that's one of the, the major showcases of Call for the Art art. It also gets hung in an exhibit at the National Training Seminar every year in uh, Washington, D.C. That's a very fun, exciting way to, you know, see everybody's 
you know, to see some of the better works that are uh, displayed at the National Training Seminar. So when you say send the art to us, is there, do they email, can they mail it? What, what would be the ways for them to get it to us? So if you are write an essay, um, or if it's a written poem or something like that, you can email it to susan.connolly at militarychild.org. If it's a piece of art, then you'll need to send us the original through the mail and send it, you know, postmark it to MSEC, Military Child Education Coalition. Uh, I can give you the website where you can go on. You have to send uh, an application and, you know, it has to be filled out completely. So you can find that on our website at militarychild.org slash programs slash the call for the arts. But you can go on there and, and you can download the application there, print it out, or scan it and send it in with your essay you know, by email. Um, if you're sending a piece of art, then the application needs to be included with the art piece. And I'll also put all those links in our show notes. So if you're listening, just go back to our show notes on Podbean and I'll have those links in there so it's easy for families to download. What is the submission deadline? The deadline, you can send art all throughout the year to us and we'll use it and you know consider it for representation in our On The Move magazine, the calendar, the website, and that kind of thing. Um, but mainly, we like to have a kind of a deadline of January 31st. It needs to be postmarked by. That way we can, uh, we like to get kind of all of it by that time so that we can include it in a month of the military child, which is in April. Uh, it also gives us an opportunity to look it all over and use it for NTS, the National Training Seminar, and have it framed. But then in the fall, we create the calendar. So it's just a good deadline to use for you know, students and schools because it, it kind of uh, gives us a chance to look over the art and essays for the, the events coming up in the year. So this podcast is all about telling stories. So I don't mean to put you on the spot, but can you think of one an impactful story that you've encountered through this initiative over the years or a piece of art that really just blew you away? There are an amazing, incredible amount of pieces of art that have been sent in that are incredibly impactful. Kids know how to you know write and put their feelings down. Uh, they're very honest and visual. So we get a lot of really cool pieces in and writings. One of the the neatest things I had the opportunity to be involved with was last year we picked three winners to go to the National Training Seminar. The actually it was three girls, two two of them were artists and one was a writer and they uh, were able to come to the NTS National Training Seminar that we paid for. And so they got to go to Washington, D.C., and they got to meet the second lady of the United States, Karen Pence, and be on stage with her. And Karen Pence has a, an initiative of um, art therapy, mm-hmm. which, is that, which she talked about last year at the National Training Seminar, which is incredibly interesting. And then Mrs. Karen Pence gave the artists a special uh, bracelet for each one of the girls and it was a charm bracelet. So the charms had special, you know, they were picked out especially for each artist. Uh, I was very uh, honored to be a part of and coordinate and meet all the artists, you know, 
that the three artists that came to one was a writer and two were artists and um, I just felt you know very privileged to be a part of it and be able to encourage the the kids and I think it was a neat experience for them you know once in a lifetime thing and um, it was really neat. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. And I think that that is featured in our On The Move magazine, Mrs. Pence in her art therapy initiative. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. So if people want to read that article and read a little bit more about it, I learned a few things from that as well. And it was very neat. That yeah. was super cool. If you go to our website and you go and you hit the Call for the Arts page, there's a video that she created for call for the arts too for uh, you know for the military child education coalition and it's um you know in support of this initiative so uh, it's very it's a great honor to be you know showcased by her mm-hmm. uh, through this initiative absolutely well mm-hmm. thank you so much susan you're welcome hi anna thank you for being with us today it's good to be here can you tell us a little bit about your story and how you're connected to the military? Yeah, um, my father joined the military before I was born, so I've always been a military kid. I guess um, it's always just been normal for me to be like moving around all the time and like going different places. And what do you like most about being a military kid? There's definitely a lot to do. Like right now I'm living in Japan and there's just so much to do every day and it's so nice. Yeah. And what has been the most challenging aspect about living the military lifestyle? Well, of course, you know, you move around a lot and you miss your friends that you make in one place. And it's just kind of hard leaving them and you have to accept that you're going to make new ones. Mm -hmm. You recently won the Call of the Arts. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience and your submission? Yes. um, So should I talk about the art piece itself? Both. Everything. Tell us everything. Okay. So um, my mom told me about the contest, um, um, I think as soon as she heard about it on Facebook, and she told me I should enter for it. And so I began thinking about what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do something very meaningful to me, so I started to put together these ideas in my head. And so in the end, I came up with a drawing of a person holding a scrapbook. And it was basically going to be all of the places I call home. So I included uh, not only the places I've lived, but the places where I've visited, where I feel like that's very homey to me. Amazing. And so you are here at our national training seminar this year. And I just saw you were signing you know, prints of your artwork. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time that you've had that kind of recognition for your work? Yeah, it is. This is like the biggest type of recognition I've ever had, really. It's kind of surreal. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we know that military kids serve too, so thank Mm -hmm. you for your service. Joining me is Mary Elizabeth Ray. She is one of our winners of Calling to the Arts. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Mary Elizabeth, can you tell us a little bit about your story and your submission for Call of the Arts this year? Um, Well, my dad is in the Air Force, and I've moved about 10 different times, and so my mom had heard of the uh, Call for the Arts uh, contest around the time that I was applying to scholarships, and she said, you know, I don't know if there's any money involved, I don't know what it's worth, but I think that it could be good therapy for you, and so I decided to 
go ahead and just kind of, I guess, kind of journal it. It really wasn't like I'm writing this essay for a contest for other people to read. It was really just me putting my thoughts and feelings on paper to try and like get through when I just moved my senior year. And so it was really just a lot of really from the heart, you know, just therapy. And what do you like most about being a military kid? Um, I like that um, I have many different friends like across the world, you know, and that no matter where I go, I always have someone else that I can really meet up with. Or if I plan on traveling somewhere, I always have someone that can catch me and just all the people that I have that are there for me and the stronger bonds I think that I form with other people and, you know, form them quicker than some other people and so I really like having a support system that stretches across maybe more than what civilian kids get to experience. And what has been the most challenging aspect about living the military lifestyle? You know, the most fun part is partly moving but it's also the most challenging. It's a very bittersweet thing that, you know, every couple of years the group of friends that you got so familiar with, that, you know, mental map of your school, that you know, routine that you get settled into gets uprooted and changes all over again. And so, you know, I've described it to people before that it's really a form of heartbreak having to leave your friends so often. It really is the closest that I've experienced, you know, to any type of serious loss. You know, it really, you feel it way deeper than I think some people realize when it's just moving. And would you mind sharing your letter with us? Yes, I would. So uh, it's titled, uh, An Open Letter to My Father, the Airman. So, Dear Dad, I want to let you know that I appreciate you. You always will be the first man I ever loved. I know that you work hard day and night to put these many roofs over our heads and that you want us all to be better than you are. It's a lucky life we have that we get to experience all these new places and interesting cultures. I love you, Dad, and, all that, and your job and all that it does for us. But, Dad, I'm hurting. This life of new places and experiences also means new reasons my nails stay bitten with anxiety, new reasons to cry at night. New isn't always better. Sometimes the new school doesn't welcome you with open arms, but instead whispers gossip. Sometimes the new group of friends you've tried so hard to make end up abandoning you. Sometimes the new team becomes your biggest bully. Sometimes it becomes a chore to be involved for fear of further isolation or out of bitter resentment of this new place that took away your old feeling of familiarity. The day you took that oath and made a promise to our country, you swore us in too. I believe you are brave for all the sacrifices you've made and the service you have done for our country. I also believe that all of the children of military parents, myself included, have to be their own kind of brave and retain just as much resiliency as their parents. There are over a million valiant women, men and women who protect this country and its values every day, but there are 15 million valiant boys and girls behind them who serve thanklessly. So, Dad, when I don't feel like going to school, know it's because I'm scared of the lack of familiar faces. When I get angry at you for making me do sports, know it's because I'm reminiscing of the team I already had before. When I am hesitant to travel on vacation, know it's because I feel the need to control the environment around me and I sometimes try too hard to make it completely stationary. All this being said, know that when I say thank you, I mean it not only as a daughter but as a grateful civilian. When I ask you about your day, I want to know that the Air Force has treated you well, and when I hug you, know it's because I know how lucky I am to have you. I hope someday that I can be as influ influential and instrumental in the world as you are in the military every day. You are my example for greatness and model for determination, and because of you, my dreams are hung high with the moon, 
because you've helped me to see that I can do anything as long as I work hard. I love that you are my father, but what makes it better is that you're the kind of father that wears a camouflage uniform every day. Thank you. That was a beautiful letter. Thank you. Yeah. And we know that military kids serve too, so thank you for your service. Well, thank you. I appreciate the recognition. Yeah. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.